Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. And welcome back to Newsmax Daily for Wednesday, April 26, 2023, the 116th day of the year, the final hump day of the month, and it's Administrative Professionals Day, established all the way back in 1952 by, of course, the National Secretaries Association as a way to recognize efforts of managing day-to-day responsibilities in an office, celebrated with gifts and or free lunch. Remember the old saying, hey, there's no free lunches. You will also see a lot of hashtag denim day on social today. No, not started by Levi's or Wrangler. Wearing denim today is a sign of solidarity for survivors and victims of sexual violence. And here's the history. Denim day was actually started in the fashion capital of the world, Italy in response to a rape case that had determined because the victim's genes were so tight, she must have consented to the sex. Assuming the alleged rapist would not be able to remove the woman's genes without her help. If the genes don't fit, you must acquit. Crazy, right? And on the food calendar, it is World Pretzel Day. So eat pretzels while you're watching NHL or NBA playoffs tonight as Boston looks to eliminate the Florida Panthers. In the West, it's the defending champion Avalanche hosting Seattle. In the NBA, Cleveland, Memphis, and number one Milwaukee all facing elimination. Yes, sir. Go Heat. And in the news... Let's finish this job. I know we can. What, what, what job has he even started? What? You got to start a job before you finish it. I don't really know what job he started. I don't think he knows what he's saying half the time. What would be a good campaign slogan for Joe Biden? I'm a, I quit. There you go. I have to go when I like that. What would America look like if he does finish the job? I see more war with China. Maybe turn the rest of America woke. Probably going to get our hands in Ukraine. In his campaign video, Joe Biden shows a stack of books that he says have been banned by, quote, MAGA extremists. Banning books. One of those books is called Lawn Boy, and in that book, it describes a scenario of two 10-year-old boys giving each other oral sex. You're calling people extremists who just don't want children to have access to books like that? What they're actually doing is grooming people. What do you think America looks like if he finishes the job? America doesn't look good. In New York, for Newsmax, I'm Mike Carter. In New York City, one of the bluest of blue cities, voters reacting to President Biden's highly produced anti-MAGA re-election short film. Around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up to take on those bedrock freedoms. Cutting Social Security that you paid for your entire life while cutting taxes for the very wealthy. Dictating what health care decisions women can make. Banning books and telling people who they can love. One of the faces you see during the portion of that video, or one of the people shown, one of the people featured, I should say, during that portion, is Florida Congressman Matt Gates. Joe Biden whispering over some stock footage did not an inspirational campaign ad make. Uh, I'm honored that I was included with <laughs> President Trump and Ron DeSantis and Marjorie Taylor Greene in the announcement, but doesn't including me and MTG just make Joe Biden look a whole lot older? 
I mean, if you think that Joe Biden at 80 is too old, this guy's running for a second term at the end of which he would be 86. Does anyone really want to see the 86-year-old vintage of Joe Biden stumbling through presiding over the free world? I'm not entirely sure that Joe Biden really makes it to the Iowa caucuses in this race. He just looks so kind of over it all. And it was uh, hardly the type of inspirational launch. I mean, compare this to Donald Trump. When he announced his reelection, it was at a raucous rally from Orlando with tens of thousands of supporters. Uh, and with Joe Biden, you get a low energy video. Florida Republican Congressman Matt Gates on the balance with Eric Bowling. That's weeknights at 8 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. And after Eric, be sure to stick around for Prime News with Jen Pellegrino. One of the reasons 80-year-old Joe Biden, who will be 82 come November of 2024, is running for re-election, aside from perhaps his ego, is because the Democrats don't really have anyone else that they think could meet the challenge. Most of them want someone else, but they don't have anyone better. I've been talking about last week's NBC poll, which showed a majority of Democrats, 53%, I think it was, that don't want Joe to run. But yet most of those people will support him because they don't see any other Democrats becoming a serious challenger to Biden. And the DNC is not planning on having any primary debates. They won't get to see any real challengers to Joe Biden if there are any real challengers. One of those candidates is Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who spoke with Greta Van Susteren. Robert, nice to have you join me. Thanks for having me, Greta. Okay, first question has to be, why do you want to be president of the United States? You know, I want my children to have the same pride in our country that I grew up with. I want them to have the same opportunities uh, that, and the idealism and the hope for our country that I grew up with, that I feel like our country's taken a wrong turn and that we're going down a road um, that it has a bad ending. And that, you know, we're in a, a period right now where abroad uh, there's more hostility and and uh, and dislike of this country than any time in history. And at home, we are destroying the middle class and that both parties are a part of this kind of uh, this uh, merger of this corrupt merger of state and corporate power that's happening at the federal level that is keeping us in eternal wars and that has turned our regulatory agencies into wholly owned subsidiaries for the big um, industrial interests and polluters. And I want to end that. Okay. Okay. So if there's one thing that happened, the sort of the straw that broke the camel's back that made you decide, okay, I'm doing this, what was that? I think it would be two things, Greta. I, well, let me put three things. I'd say the censorship, um, which uh, which I never thought particularly the Democratic Party would engage in. I think the, the conduct of the war um, in Ukraine is, you know, the, 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 the amplification and escalation, the unnecessary escalation of that war um, for geopolitical interests rather than, you know, the, the interests of the Ukrainian people, and then I think the management of the of the lockdowns, all of those things, which are which all comprise an assault ultimately on the middle class in this country. 
Democratic presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. on the record with Greta Van Susteren. I tend to believe what he's saying, too, because if he were just attempting to ride on the Kennedy name, you feel like he would have done that sooner, right? Even though he sounds older than Joe Biden there, he's 69 years old. But being a Kennedy, he could have run a lot sooner, you would think. So why are Democrats not taking him seriously? Maybe because several other Kennedys failed to reach the White House after JFK, or because he's a well-known anti-vaxxer, or because he's not a Washington insider, and thus could upset the apple cart like Trump. What's really interesting in that poll, 17% of respondents had a very positive view of Joe, and 17% had a very positive view of President Trump. 11% had a very positive view of the Republican Party. 11% had a very positive view of the Democratic Party. And even though it's just a poll and we know polls are mostly meaningless, it is interesting that even in a poll, the country or voters are so evenly divided. And going back to the Bidens yesterday, we talked about attorneys for Hunter Biden meeting with the Department of Justice. Well, it looks like Hunter may need another attorney. He has been ordered to show up in an Arkansas court for a paternity hearing. You are the father! More from Greg Kelly reports. That little kid there is Navy, Navy Biden. Well, actually, the mom wants to name the child Navy Biden, but Hunter's been pushing back against that. Uh, a paternity test did establish that Hunter Biden is the father of that child who is living in Arkansas with her mom, who was a dancer, and now she's just a single mother trying to do right by her daughter. And Hunter has been apparently resisting every step of the way. The judge now has ordered him to show up. Judge orders Hunter Biden to appear in Arkansas. Uh, paternity court hearings. He's claiming he has no money. He can't. Uh, it's really a disgrace. Can you believe that? Has that ever happened in history where we know a president has a grandchild, yet that grandchild goes unacknowledged? And the president of the United States brings this guy to Ireland during the work week, oh, by the way, and says this. The fact that I'm here with my sister, Valerie, and my youngest son, Hunter Biden. Stand up, guys. I'm proud of you. Uh, this is really, really wrong. And everybody knows it. Everybody should know it. Democrat, Republican. That little kid is Hunter Biden's child, is Joe Biden's grandchild. And they are doing everything they can to get out of that kid's life and not provide for that child. It seems we have uh, headline after headline. They've been resisting every step of the way. What a disaster. It certainly is. And you know when someone modestly famous dies on the same day as a really huge celebrity or big dignitary, that person doesn't really get their due justice in the media because all the news is consumed with a really big celebrity or dignitary that died. Well, this is sort of like what happened the other day as far as the media coverage goes with Don Lemon getting fired from CNN the same day the wildly popular ratings winner Tucker Carlson was ousted from Fox. Poor Don didn't get that much media coverage. Back to Greg Kelly. Don, you should have seen this one coming, all right? The whole country did, except you. 
Uh, this is the statement he put out when he found out he got fired. Uh, let's see here. I was informed this morning by my agent that I've been terminated by CNN. I am stunned. Are you curious? Come on. Everybody knew you were on your way out. And uh, let's see. Ooh, he might be lawyering up. Huh? Does he think something else was at work here? Hey, this is what did Don Lemon in. All right. They worked with him. They sent him to anger school, anger management school. But this is why he got fired. I think we should be able to express our views regardless of the color of our skin. We should have this debate without me regarding views, you as a black man, insulting that but you're me regarding you as a fellow citizen. That you're That's sitting what I think here, we see. whatever ethnicity you are, explaining to me whatever ethnicity about I'm, what it's like to be black Whatever America. ethnicity I'm, I'm I'll tell you what I am. I'm an Indian American. I'm proud of it. Whatever ethnicity you are, that was so disrespectful. And that's why I believe Vivek Ramatswamy, by the way, very sharp guy running for president. Uh, that's why Don Lemon, okay, you can't talk like that. And uh, this is a long time coming. So goodbye and yes, good luck. The arrogance displayed in that exchange and many others is why Don Lemon is stunned that he got fired. As Greg Kelly said, nobody else was stunned. And even though he'll get a big payout, as I mentioned yesterday, he still wants to sue the company. I don't know if Don has ever been let go before, but generally you get paid so you don't sue or you can't sue if you take the money. So take the money and go, Don. It's almost May. It's springtime. Take a long break out in the Hamptons where you like to hang out. President Biden, the First Lady, and the Vice President will have more meetings and events with the President of the Republic of Korea at the White House today. And over on Capitol Hill, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy looking for Republicans to back his debt ceiling plan. McCarthy is calling for $4.5 trillion in federal spending cuts before lifting the nation's debt ceiling. For this to advance, McCarthy would need to get nearly all GOP to support it. And if it does pass, it's likely to get through the still Democrat-held Senate. And the White House already said that President Biden would veto it. So a shutdown is looming. And if for some reason you're not already watching Newsmax TV, you can find it on most major cable systems, whatever you have, Comcast, Xfinity, AT&T, DirecTV, Dish, Verizon, and many others. It's also on platforms for streaming like Apple TV, Amazon, Roku, Pluto, and more. And make sure you get the Newsmax app on your smartphone if you don't already have it. It's easy to get, free, it's free, I should say, and easy to download. And you can watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime you want. Thank you for listening to Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Enjoy the rest of your day or night. I'll see you right back here tomorrow. In the meantime, my friend, keep fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.